Hi, I'm Wesley with Tree Newell, and I'm here with one of our ISA certified arborists, Corey Herpel, and we're going to be talking about disease management today. How are you doing, Corey? Good. How are you today? Good. So we have a lot of disease issues that pop up here in DFW from time to time. Some of them are, are chronic and some of them are more seasonal, um, but we do see a lot of different ones. And uh, we can just touch on some of the bigger ones that we see most commonly around here. I would say one of the most common things that we see around here is root rot. Yeah, absolutely. The There's different root rots, but, um, you know, with our, our fairly moderate, fairly wet climate here, um, and a lot of disturbed soil area that used to be very permeable, used to drain well with all the development and compaction. You know, we changed the whole watershed. Um, trees that used to have good drainage, well now up upstream they developed, you know, a new HOA that used to be forest. Well, that moved a bunch of water to a tree that's never had it before. That can introduce root rots that have never been a concern. And a lot of times they show up after the fact. So they're kind of tricky to manage at times. One of the bad things about root rots that I tell my customers is with certain ones, um, by the time you see the symptoms, it can be too late. And so that's one of the tricky things about this disease is because often you don't even know it's there until you start to see the symptoms. So uh, that's a challenge with it. Uh, so trying to be proactive and encourage plant health, you know, from the get-go is important as well as managing water and other stress layers absolutely and then we have you know lots of treatment options depending on the tree the property type you know aeration soil feeding deep root fertilization fungus fungicides applied um cultural practices you know changing the water management and stuff like that right so just trying to control the tree's environment uh, I, I talk to customers about a disease triangle you know a triangle has three sides you know, in, in the disease triangle you've got a host a pathogen and favorable environmental conditions and when those three things align that's when you can have disease and then you throw in the extra dimension of time so the longer that those are in alignment the greater that incidence of disease is going to be so what you're talking about is just trying to control that environmental uh, factor because you know the the host is the tree and we don't want to lose that and the pathogens are everywhere and hard to get away from so we can't really control that so you know trying to control the environment is is our best bet in most cases absolutely another disease that uh, we we hear a lot about uh, is oak wilt uh, often we get called and a customer thinks they've got oak wilt but it's really something else most of the time yeah i would say most of the time it is um you know, I, I kind of jokingly say that oak wilt is a big deal, but on a fairly small level for us in the Metroplex, um, just because it's a, got a very specific way it spreads and um, targeted host, you know, there's only several, there's only a couple hosts where it's a viable candidate for oak wilt. And most of the time it turns out when the customer calls in, it's not. But the only way to be sure is to contact a certified arborist and have them evaluate the property and see what's going on. Right. I, I recently did a podcast with Kimberly Peterson from the Texas Forest Service. So if you want more information about oak wilt, please check that out. Um, we do have a lot of other diseases, but uh, sometimes they're, they're things that look real scary but they're not a big deal. Something like powdery mildew that might cause some curling or some leaf drop. Um, but um, sometimes they don't really look like a big deal, but they can kill a tree in a hurry, something like a root rot. We get a lot of fungal leaf spots and leaf diseases that may cause defoliation, but 
sometimes they're no big deal and other times they are. Right. Well, if they cause repetitive defoliation, that can be a big problem for a tree. Absolutely. It just kind of bleeds them of their stored energy. Why is it important to have an ISA certified arborist out to look at these things? Well, for one, you know, um, you want an accurate diagnosis. So you want to know, well, are you treating nutrient deficiency? Are you treating a root rot? Are you treating a fungal leaf symptom? Um, you know, without proper diagnosis, you just throwing stuff at the wall treatment wise. And for one, you could be wasting money. You could be missing something critical to save that tree or, um, so without proper diagnosis, treatments are, you know, not effective. It's like the old saying about doctors treatment without diagnosis is malpractice. That's what I tell my customers is I I don't really want to apply a treatment unless I know what I'm dealing with so that I'm not wasting your money and I'm not missing the mark on what we're trying to accomplish here. Um, So what are some of the the types of treatments that we can use to get a handle on some of these plant diseases? So, you know, from basics like aeration, where we're physically altering the soil to increase some air to the roots. Um, We've got trenching, you know, where we can trench with our air spade just to kind of reincorporate some air into that area. Um, We've got fertilization for just nutrient deficiencies or just maintaining overall plant health. We've got fungicides, insecticides applied either trunk injection, trunk spray, soil applied. We've got plant growth regulators to help slow the tree down and let it take care of itself at times. It really just depends on the situation, the tree, the property. There's a lot of factors that go into a treatment plan. Yeah, and and another big one is education. Educating our customers on what they can do to help the situation. Because a lot of times, you know, there's too much water. There's not enough water. And these stress factors lead to more disease problems. Um, Trying to get that uh, environmental condition as favorable as possible. And and for the customers, they're there all the time. So they're the best to control um, you know, the watering situation, but just, just helping them understand what it is that the plant's looking for so that it doesn't become stressed and more vulnerable to diseases. I always tell my customers that, you know, especially when we're dealing with um, water or saturated soil, is even if I come out to the property several times, I'm still only seeing a snapshot in time. I'm seeing it that day. Like you said, they're, they're the ones that know, well, it's wet on Monday, but is it still wet Wednesday? Or does it dry by then? And those are questions that we can't answer, but we can help them answer to help us with our overall treatment plan. That way we're all working together. Yeah. So uh, think back to some of the disease issues that you've seen here in the last couple or three weeks. What, what's been happening lately on the trees? So I've seen a lot of uh, fungal leaf spots this year. We had a fairly mild, wet spring where we're getting rains you know, almost every week. Um, and then all of a sudden the temperature spiked. So now I'm seeing a lot of defoliation from those, the tree is shedding those diseased leaves. Um, it is putting back out some healthier leaves on certain circumstances and some of them are requiring control. Um, I'm seeing some scorch symptoms from the, the swing in temperature. You know, we were, we're very hot lately and that's causing some burning of that foliage. And that's where water management is going to be critical for those customers. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of the uh, post oaks around uh, starting to to crash. This is that time of year where they've been affected by the root rots in the spring, and now that it's getting really hot and their water needs are going up, 
their ability to uptake water is coming down and that creates a big deficit. That deficit manifests as drought stress. So you start to see the trees dropping leaves, going off color, starting to turn yellow. And then eventually the leaves just turn brown and stay attached to the tree, which is never a good sign during the growing season on a deciduous tree. So if you've, if you've got a tree that's uh, been doing those things, it's definitely something to jump on. All right. And I have seen some, you know, telltale symptoms of oak wilt on, uh, you know, our live oaks, and they're a little harder on red oaks, but um, it kind of gives us a plan for the next year and deciding what trees are warranting treatment, you know, if they're too far gone to justify treating, and all that's property and pro- property and individual dependent. It's best to get an ISA certified arborist opinion on that before you go spend a bunch of money on something that can't be saved or, um, you know, you just decide not to treat and you end up losing a tree. We don't want that to happen. Absolutely. If you've got some trees that are looking a little stressed, maybe you think they have some diseases, please come see us at treenewell.com or call us to set up a consultation with one of our ISA certified arborists.